0: Now, the program to help you and your family get fit and stay fit with a biblical foundation without a one-size-fits-all plan. It's Faith Family Fitness with your host, Full Armor Sports and National Champion Coach, Jason Lupo. Welcome to Faith
1: Family Fitness on 100.7 The Word. Today we are talking about some big news coming out of the U.K., uh, this is an article posted by The Guardian, but you can find information on this, uh, this topic all over the web these last couple of days. And that is uh, the UK Biobank has made their giant collection of whole genome sequences available for medical research. So essentially, to sum it up, genetic data... Of 500,000 volunteers in the UK are going to be released and available for scientific study. Now, you're going to find a lot of information about the, the positives that this has on research and aging and all this other stuff. But uh, we don't, here at Faith Family Fitness take this stuff lightly or for granted. So we're going to talk about some of the consequences of this um, and some of the potential pitfalls that uh, I see potentially on the rise, but but also some issues with this genetic data to begin with. And even more so, I'm going to let you know that this is going on all throughout the world. It's not just in the UK. Uh, even Colorado has its own amount of biobank its own biobank run by uh, the University of Colorado, which they call personalized medicine. So we're going to get into that a little bit, too. So hang with us. This should be an interesting topic conversation. Uh, Once again, we are trying to just get a different perspective out there and get uh, our listeners to think critically about some of this information. Um, Keep in mind that there is always bias in research. You can't eliminate that bias. And so we're going to look at some of the different types of biases as well. So hang with us after this brief timeout, and we're going to come back and talk about this uh, groundbreaking biobank scientific study data being released.
0: Full Armor Sports Teams has a new facility for after-school youth programs. It's located at 2380 Montebello near North Academy and Union with two pools for swim lessons and swim teams, a weight room for powerlifting, conditioning, and more. Full Armor Sports Teams is a Christ-centered and family-oriented organization bringing the youth of Colorado Springs together. For more info on after-school and homeschool programs, go to FullArmorSportsTeams.com Or call
1: 719-629-SWIM. Welcome back to Faith Family Fitness on 100.7 The Word. We're going to use this article from The Guardian here, uh, written by Ian Sample, uh, the science editor for The Guardian. Here is the title of the article if you want to look it up. Genetic data on 500,000 volunteers in UK to be released for scientific study. And I'm just going to read you, uh, quote on quote here. Uh, A new era of medical discoveries, treatments and cures is on the horizon, researchers say, following the announcement that an unprecedented trove of genetic information is to be made available to scientists. Health researchers from around the world can now apply to study the whole genomes of half a million people enrolled in UK Biobank, a biomedical research project that has compiled detailed health and lifestyle records on individuals since it began 20 years ago and quote, this all happened on Thursday. So all of this is brand new information. They're now allowing essentially researchers to apply to get access to this bio bank. Now it's, it's easy to probably see the potential benefits in viewing all of this information and all of this genetics uh, for the purpose of research and trying to understand risk of obesity, diabetes, cancer, other issues, uh, even exercise and sleep patterns. It's, it's easy to see that there's potential benefits in linking genetics to certain traits and certain probabilities of, of risk of certain diseases, this isn't new. We've, we've tried to find genetic links to just about every disease on the face of the earth. It's happened in research time and time again. But typically, there's targets with research, and they're compiling information. They're trying to find biomarkers, genetic traits within a very certain percentage of population to make their discoveries. They're not pulling data from this massive, huge source of data that includes half a million people and all of their genetic sequencing in just some reserve server somewhere in the UK. So there's a it's a different type of research. And I think that's what the first thing we have to understand is, is that this is not... Uh, what research has been based on for, for years and years and years. It's it's different. They're looking at a database to try to draw conclusions. So where does that bring us? So we're going to first start with this. Uh, we're going to circle up here. And you have to give me one second because we have to... I'm pulling up some, some research here. But this is from Jonathan Hung. Uh, this is a commentary in the Journal of Epidemiology represent representativeness is not representative Uh, his big concerns with the construction of this giant database which were which is called the UK biobank is a, a, a couple things the first big one is that he fears that there's an element of convenience sampling and we're gonna see this a couple times throughout here But ultimately, at the end of the day, what he is saying is that the demographic of the people that are in this biobank are not representative of an entire population, perhaps because of this idea of convenience sampling, which we see that again in other research where they bring up Uh, Maybe healthy volunteer bias where maybe this population that is in this biobank is for the most part of a healthier population. Maybe we don't see a clear uh, percentage of individuals coming from different race, ethnic backgrounds for a variety of different reasons. Sometimes it's easier to, uh, to, to get people to sign up for these research studies. If they belong in a certain demographic, it's a lot harder to convince other demographics to join in these research studies or to give their permission to join the research study to have their sample be included. And we see in more research, and this one is a little bit more widespread, this is the Journal of Natural Nature Aging and this study is limitations of large scale volunteer databases to address inequalities and global challenges in health and aging. This is a study Brain and Moffitt and I'm just going to read this. Here's a quote on quote here volunteers also tend to come from geographical areas that have different prevalence of disease compared to the population which can generate spurious associations. Research on coronavirus disease 2019, COVID-19, provides an illustration of these concerns. UK biobank members who were tested for COVID-19 showed even more bias with regards to genetic, behavioral, health, and demographic characteristics than the rest of UK biobank participants. And authors cautioned against drawing conclusions about COVID-19 diseases from these participants because of the likelihood of collider bias. Experts caution that the size of association estimated in healthy volunteers is often inaccurate, noting that healthy volunteer bias can not only inflate associations, but sometimes can deflate associations towards the null. So here is a look at just giant biobanks in general, giant volunteer databases, and looking at some of the different biases. For those of you guys uh, not understanding or fully understanding the term collider bias, uh in easy simple terms a collider bias is when you look at an exposure and an outcome and each of those influences a common third variable so we're trying to draw conclusions based off of data where both the outcome and the exposure are influencing the conclusion that we're trying to draw and it doesn't give us necessarily the most accurate information as to what may have caused that third variable because there's no clear association there's a mix of variables involved in creating an outcome and so we see this quite frequently when we're looking at large-scale research to where we're trying to make inferences that maybe are not the the target to begin with or the target research to begin with that they're trying to find connections so it, it, we see that there's biases in all research we've talked about that on the show plenty of times that we see bias in research quite frequently um, and there's volunteer bias there's there's bias of you know certain population sets we don't know exactly where all this data came from uh, I'm going to try to find more research to see if I can't determine where some of these uh, uh, target areas were that they collected this research, if it was all throughout the UK, or if it was pretty centralized, or if we even have that data readily available. I don't know if it's been published. Um, obviously, this just came out. And uh, we're recording this as it's the news is breaking. So it's a, a little bit more difficult to for me to find all the research at this very moment. But we will keep you updated on it. But I, I've got some some different perspectives and, and potential issues with large scale biobanks like this, large scale research databases. Because we we saw throughout the pandemic and this gain of function research and more information's coming out uh, quicker and quicker as time goes on, about what really happened during the COVID-19 pandemic. How did we even get this virus to begin with? How did it travel so fast? How did it travel amongst the populations? All of this information is, uh, is coming out slowly, but rapidly at the same time. We're finding out more information uh, at a reasonable clip. So we have to look at this information, and even though they call this data de-identified data where they've stripped out information linking specific data points to specific volunteers somewhere in their scope of of data storage and data collection there is a linkage between that genetic sequencing and what individual it belongs to that link occurs somewhere. And and if you've lived in the, the modern times here, you know that you receive a letter in the mail at least probably once a quarter from either a credit card company or your health insurance company, somebody whose data has been breached and compromised. And you know they offer you a free credit monitoring for the next six months or whatever and, and It's not uncommon to see these large organizations that have data that's been compromised, that's been breached, where they've taken everything from social security numbers to email addresses, phone numbers, addresses, your credit card numbers, your social security numbers, private health data. All this stuff has been breached on numerous occasions. So where is the guarantee that this data That's being stored in this biobank is truly secure. And even if it is secure, does it prevent, is there a mechanism to prevent the bad actors that are somehow involved in this project from taking that genetic information and, and weaponizing it in some form or fashion, utilizing it for some other gain of function research to where we're, we're researching viruses and their, you know, the ability for them to be transmitted at a rapid speed for them to impact certain populations where we see that uh you know there's research going on to find out if viruses affect you know populations of people with diabetes or or some other genetic traits more than the rest of the population and then then there's a whole other realm of research to where are we going to get to a point where insurance rates and in insurance decisions, treatment decisions about whether or not to pay for a treatment is going to be impacted by the research that's pulled from these biobanks. Not saying it's happening right now, but I'm saying there's definitely a risk of the fact that we might utilize this data in order to make decisions in the insurance realm as to whether or not to cover somebody. And that is a scary topic to even consider. But it's something that has to be considered because if you look at where this country and where the world is heading with information being more readily available, I mean, your search histories, everything online traced back to you, the cookies that are being left on your computer, the amount of data that all these companies are storing on you in order to influence you to purchase products more effectively, in order to influence you and influence your vote, all of this information that's being floated around the web for access into your purchasing decisions and the decisions that you make on a day-to-day basis, I'm not confident that, Information that is coming out in regards to trying to predict disease won't be weaponized and used against the public in a way that we're now trying to determine whether or not we're going to cover a surgery or the likelihood of, you know, somebody dying within a certain amount of time and making using that information, genetic information, to determine whether or not somebody can pull a life insurance policy because also at the same time we know that just because somebody has a genetic trait does not necessarily mean that they are going to get sick or going to encounter what that predisposition may be because there's environmental and cultural factors that influence the uh, the genetic traits and and what we see in the population. So all of this is is information that uh, I think does need to be addressed. I think it's information that we should be concerned about. And I wouldn't go, if I were you, and I, I don't, but I would not rapidly uh, be encouraged or excited to join one of these studies. Now, the... Colorado Center for Personalized Medicine. This is out of the University of Colorado. Is Colorado's biobank, and uh, you know, I, I, I see the, I've seen the request to be involved in this study. It's under research opportunities. If you have the UC Health app, and uh, they ask participants to join this study to join in their biobank. Now, this is directly off the uh, medical school website for uh, University of Colorado. The CCPM, that is Colorado Center for Personalized Medicine, Biobank is a valuable resource managed by the Colorado Center for Personalized Medicine. Contains genetic information, biological specimens, and clinical data for consenting participants across the UC Health Network. The primary goal is to aid discoveries in personalized medicine by understanding individual differences in their impact on health and disease. End quote. So this is happening here in Colorado, too. Now, once again, I'm not going to say that this information or or the discoveries that might be made off these biobanks is not critical um, or important. I guess it depends on your perspective of life and your worldview. But uh, sure, there can be some very good research that comes out of these uh, biobanks. But at the same point, these, to my knowledge, the best of my knowledge, the volunteers in these studies cannot individually say what their data, what their specimens, what their biology is used for research for. So, for instance, you know, just just to give you an idea, you volunteer to be a part of this biobank, but then these researchers can request, and there's a process, you can read about it. There's a process for uh, different researchers from different areas of uh, medicine or or different schools can request access to this biobank for the purpose of their study. But uh, you as a volunteer don't necessarily get to go and go, yes, I want my specimens included in this study. And no, I don't want them included in this study. And so for those of you with, uh, with a Christian worldview, uh, there's no saying what your specimen might be used to research. It might go against your moral and ethical values. So that, that's another concern that I would have. But it, it's definitely an interesting time in uh, in, in research, inter- interesting time in medicine, uh, especially coming after COVID-19 pandemic. So it, it, there there's definitely some interesting data that can be pulled from this and I'm not I'm not going to sugarcoat that. I think that there's probably a lot of benefits to these biobanks. But there's also a lot of concerns that need to be addressed and there's a lot of concerns that are that are very very valid. And so if you're asked to participate in one of these studies I just I just recommend that you uh you pray on it, that you think on it, that you uh consider some of the the biases, consider where the research is being funded. All of that information would matter to me if I were involved in this type of study. We're going to take a brief time out. When we come back, we're going to wrap up this show on uh, UK Biobank.
0: Thanks for listening to Faith Family Fitness, a presentation of Full Armor Sports Team's Teamwork is at the core of any successful organization. At Full Armor Sports, led by national champion coach Jason Lupo, a Christ-centered approach to sports fundamentals and fitness has earned his company the respect of athletes and their parents. Full Armor Sports is committed to helping youth in our community experience growth through sports and to strive for improvement and excellence. Further, youth compete as individuals coming together with a sense of teamwork camaraderie, and support for one another. At Full Armor Sports, the reality is achievements, failures, wins, and losses eventually fade away, but the bonds team members form through competition evolve into relationships lasting forever. Learn more at FullArmorSports.com. Welcome back to Faith
1: Family Fitness on 100.7 The Word. Today's topic conversation was the UK Biobank Um, As always, we are developing our online resources. So if you go to faithfamilyfit.org, you'll find links to to all these different research articles that uh, I talked about today uh, in terms of the issues and and the potential bias and uh, the other issues that might occur based off this new news that the uh, UK Biobank is releasing their 500,000 participant database of genetic information to researchers to be able to utilize uh, for their own research and some of the issues that might come of that. So all that information available at faithfamilyfit.org. If, if you've enjoyed this show, uh, I highly recommend you go back, listen to some other shows on uh, you know Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, any of your favorite podcast providers. You can also find that information, faithfamilyfit.org. If you're in Colorado Springs and you have young athletes, we would love to have them in our programs. Uh, We have swimming programs, powerlifting, martial arts. We would love to get them involved in our sports programs. Find more information about that at FullArmorSportsTeams.com or call or text 719-629-7946. We would love to have an impact in your youth, in this community, and continue to spread a love of Christ to those kids across this county. Thank you for joining us on Faith Family Fitness. We will be back next Saturday at 9 a.m.
0: This has been Faith Family Fitness with Coach Jason Lupo of Full Armor Sports Teams of Colorado Springs. Join him at the same time next week for Faith Family Fitness on The Word 100.7.